Welcome to Ag Vic Talk, keeping you up to date with information from Agriculture Victoria. The old adage of you've got to spend money to make money is certainly the case when it comes to successfully irrigating crops. G'day, I'm Drew Radford and that money spent can sometimes be wasted if an irrigation system isn't performing at its full potential. How though, with these large and complex systems, can you determine that? Agriculture Victoria has a solution with their free irrigation assessment service. Undertaking these is Irrigation Extension Officer Nick O'Halloran and he joins us for this AgVic Talk podcast. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Drew. Good to be here talking with you. Nick, you work in irrigation these days, but I understand you grew up with a farming background, but it was a long way from irrigation. Where'd you grow up? Uh, Yes, I grew up in southwest New South Wales, north of Bell Reynold, on a sheep station. So quite different to where I am now and the type of ag I work in now, but uh, always had a strong interest in the ag industry. So Nick, what's an irrigation extension officer do? Yeah, so Drew, we work directly with irrigators in the region, providing them with the latest research and connecting them to information, helping them with their irrigation infrastructure planning and also helping them with information to to use their water better on farm and also a growing part of my role as being assessing pressurised irrigation systems, so centre pivots and lateral moves. Nick, you mentioned their assessment. So what does an irrigation assessment involve? Yeah, so an irrigation assessment involves us coming out and looking at a system and making sure that it actually does what it's designed to do. So making sure that it's putting out the right amount of water, putting it out at a reasonable rate, putting it out evenly across the whole irrigation system, and also that the energy efficiency of the system is is reasonable. Nick, there's a few terms involved with the assessment, and one's application depth. What's that mean and why is it important? Application depth is the amount of water that that machine puts out. So it's, it's similar to rainfall. We understand rainfall in millimetres. You know, we might have 10 millimetres of rain. Well, with these spray irrigation systems, we measure it in the same way. The farmer might dial 10 millimetres into the control panel and we expect 10 millimetres to be applied by that machine. Okay, well, you expect 10 millimetres to be applied by that machine. But if you're looking at a centre pivot, you want to make sure that's been applied everywhere. And that leads to the next term, application uniformity. What's that mean exactly and why is that important? So application uniformity is making sure that that 10 millimetres is being applied across the whole centre pivot. So a centre pivot might be anywhere from 200 to 400 metres long. And we always see some variability. So some parts might be applying 5 millimetres and other parts might be applying 12 millimetres when the farmer's dialed in 10 millimetres on the control panel. So we're measuring how even that is, and, and it's really important that it is even because if it's putting out different amounts of water in different places, then we're getting areas that are under-irrigated and areas that are over-irrigated. And so those under-irrigated areas will always be drier. The over-irrigated areas might end up getting waterlogged. And next time we apply that water, they get the same amount of water again so that the wet areas get wetter and the dry areas get drier. So that you know, affects productivity, but also makes irrigation scheduling really difficult. Okay, well, what are some of the common causes then, Nick, for variations then in application depth and uniformity? Yeah, look, there can be a whole range of causes from poor design initially through to system deterioration where it just hasn't been maintained correctly and even incorrect operation of the machine, so not running pumps at the right speeds, 
usually we see it's a combination of all three of those. But with all of these systems, I guess one of the main things that we see is above each sprinkler, there might be two or 300 sprinklers on a centre pivot irrigator. Above each sprinkler, there's a pressure regulator that controls how much water comes out of that particular sprinkler. And the pressure above that regulator has to be right, otherwise the regulator won't work properly. And so inadequate pressure, particularly at the end of the pivot, the outside end of the pivot, is the most common cause of low application depth and poor uniformity. So basically the pump's unable to push enough water right to the end of that big long pipe, and that means that there's not enough water going out at the end. And with with a big centre pivot, so it might have eight spans on a 400 metre centre pivot, the last two spans are irrigating almost half the area. So if we're getting low pressure to the last two spans, then that's almost half the area that's getting less water. That's quite a problem to solve then, isn't it, It can be. So the easiest way of identifying that you actually have a problem is just to measure pressure at the end of the pivot. So every one of these systems should have a pressure gauge on the end of it that you inspect regularly, might be every time or every second time the pivot starts, just to make sure there's enough pressure at the end. So that's fairly basic, I guess. The difficulty is if the pressure's low, then you need to try and work out what's causing that low pressure. But at least you've got an indication that there is an issue with the system and that it's not not working properly, and then you can start to delve into what the problem actually is. And I guess that's where your years of expertise and experience comes in because you're able to come in and forensically assess that and say, yeah, I've seen that problem before, I, I would imagine. Yeah, look... It's an area, these systems, I guess, growing in popularity, a lot have gone in in recent years and, and until recently, no one was really providing good information or advice in this area. So we started looking at them and realising that there was a range of issues with them and, and so we've assessed over 50 now in Northern Victoria and seen a range of problems. Some are really complex and difficult to work out and can potentially be quite costly, but but in a lot of cases, it is just pumps not operating at the right speed or design issues that can be easily fixed up. So we've certainly developed some pretty good skills in trying to identify what those issues are and also some tools that can help identify where those problems are occurring. Nick, when should farmers think about getting system assessments done? Yeah, look, a lot of the problems that we see are probably there right from day one when the system's installed. So ideally, when these systems are commissioned, should get a system assessment done to make sure that you're getting what you paid for and that the system is going to do a good job over the life. If you haven't had one done, then I guess the sooner the better. In terms of what time of year to get one done, it's best to do it before the irrigation season starts so that you know that it's going to be operating well for the coming season. So Nick, what sort of timeframes are involved with these assessments, both in terms of, you know, how far do you need to book it out and the time involved in actually getting it done? Yeah, look, to do a full assessment, it is something that you can do yourself. And so we've got some guides to help people do these assessments themselves. When we're doing an assessment, it takes us probably half a day to do the measurements in the field, plus a bit of prep, getting information about the system beforehand. There are a few constraints on when you can do an assessment, so particularly measuring application depth. It can't be windy and it can't be raining, so weather conditions do impact when you can do it, but also the crop height. So we put out a large number of buckets, two rows of buckets, every two and a half metres over the entire length of the machine. And so if the crop's too high, that'll impede water getting into the buckets. So the crop has to be fairly small. Uh, If it's lucerne, then it needs to be just after a a recent cut. Or if it's maize, which we see a lot of, then it has to be before the crop gets too high. 
or before the crop's even put in, ideally. Nick, you mentioned you also have information available. Where can primary producers go to find out more information and potentially set up an assessment as well? There's a range of information on the Agriculture Victoria website, which you'll find at agriculture.vic.gov.au. And we also have a website called Irrigating Agriculture Extension Oz. And you can find that at extensionoz.com.au. And there's a range of new information regularly posted there about irrigation systems, irrigation scheduling, irrigation assessments, design. It's regularly updated with new and great information. They sound like great online resources. How do they get in contact with your office? Yeah, look, if people are interested in participating in the assessment program or just want to discuss the design of a planned irrigation system, you can contact myself. I'm at the Agriculture Victoria Tatura office. The assessment program is free, but it is subject to availability and also weather conditions and crop stages of development. And those irrigation assessments are available in the Goulburn Broken, North Central and North East catchment regions. Nick, at the end of the day, it sounds like this is a pretty simple process, but a very important process for minimising your input costs in terms of the water you're applying, but also maximising the results that you get at the end for doing all that work. These systems are fantastic. They can save a lot of water, higher productivity, but you do need to know that they're doing a good job. So assessments, it's something that people should be doing, monitoring these systems regularly, getting an assessment done, a full assessment done occasionally. But the benefits in terms of productivity, ease of use of the system will pay for themselves very quickly. Nick O'Halloran, Irrigation Extension Officer with AgVic. You're doing important work there, making sure that these systems are working to their maximum potential. Thank you for taking the time and joining us for this AgVic Talk podcast and telling us all about the assessment process. No worries at all, Drew. Pleasure talking to you. And um, yeah, I hope people get out something out of it and get in contact with us to get involved in the program. Thank you for listening to AgVic Talk. For more episodes in this series, find us and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave a comment or rating and share this series with your friends and family. All information is accurate at the time of release. Contact Agriculture Victoria or your consultant before making any changes on farm. This podcast was developed by Agriculture Victoria, authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne.